the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today on uh, this edition of... um Church of the Week. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at KSLR AM 630, and uh, we're so glad that you're tuning in today. Here with us in the studio, we've got Pastor Jeff Bishop. He is uh, the pastor over at Ryden River Cowboy Fellowship in uh, Bandera, Texas. Pastor, good to have you here. Thank you. It's great to be here, Mark. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, Our hope today, Pastor, is just to uh, give our listeners an idea about who you are and what your church is about and what God's doing out there. And give them an opportunity to uh, learn more about it so that uh, when they're in that area or if they live in that area or want to take a ride out that way, that they can actually come by and visit you guys. So uh, why don't we just start out with a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about your background. Introduce yourself to our audience. Well, you said I'm Jeff Bishop. Uh, my wife and I are new to the Hill Country. have been here about two years. Uh, I've been in cowboy ministry for about nine years. Started up in northeast Texas at a church called Cross Trails Cowboy Church outside of Commerce. Um, uh, been a Christian most of my life, ever since I was nine years old, and uh, felt God called me to the ministry. But I guess it just took him a little while to find the right ministry that fit me, yeah. and uh, and what He'd have me to do. So, but, how, how old were you when you felt that you you were going to be called to ministry? Thirteen. Thirteen years 13, old. You knew yeah. it already. Huh? Start, started working in a, a youth group uh, under a mentor there, and uh, led a children's group. Yeah. At that church, and so tell me how how did all this happen? Where you ended up actually in ministry and pastoring a church? Well, that that uh, is an interesting story. My wife uh, and I have always been involved in agriculture type stuff, uh, the Western lifestyle, and we're just attending different churches. And she had heard word about a cowboy church that started outside of Commerce, and uh, thought we'd already visited. Uh, I wasn't real game on visiting at first, but uh, mm-hmm. once we got there, it just felt at home. Well, um, now, why weren't you? If you're, uh, I take it you're a cowboy. You look like a cowboy. I am. So I why just, wouldn't uh, you be interested in going to a cowboy church? I kind of figured it was just another rodeo club. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> so, uh, But uh, when I got there, I found something totally different. I yeah. found that the people were real. The service was real. And uh, uh, after about a couple of weeks there, I realized that, that God started stirring some callings that he had on my life when I was about 13. Mm. And... Um, we uh, got plugged into that church. The church was growing so fast that uh, we outgrew the little one-room building we were in. And wow. um, Pastor Shannon Moreland, at the time, they were just needing help trying to build room. And he thought one good avenue was to get rid of all the teenagers, send them outside. And I, I guess uh, he was grasping at straws because he asked me to go and lead that group. Uh-huh. So uh, that's kind of where it started. Uh, got plugged in with the youth ministry there. Did that for two and a half years. and. Yeah. Uh, when Shannon left, uh, they called me as pastor, and uh, wow. the rest is still being written. Yeah, all right, <laughs> very good. So, um, when you were when you were thinking about getting into ministry, you knew that the calling was deep inside of you. And I'm sure he didn't call you just because he was just kind of picking the straws, but he knew he knew the calling. Yes, inside sir. You. Um, yes, sir. Did you ever see yourself teaching 
the youth and uh, instructing them and ministering I, in that, in that I, way? I knew that that's something that God had given me a gift to do. Yeah. And if people ask me today, I still tell them that I'm a youth pastor that's just trapped in a pastor's body right now. <laughs> so uh, um, I also think the Lord knew my weaknesses because the older I get, the less I can keep up with the teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> how is it important? I mean, how, how important is it for uh, for people that are plugged into a church, actually get involved in ministry. Maybe, you know, obviously not everyone is called a pastor, but, you know, is it really important for someone to get plugged into the church and do something rather than just kind of sitting around? Absolutely, and that that's one thing that uh, I think why the cowboy churches that we're a part of have grown so mm-hmm. dramatically over the last 11 years is because uh, one thing we believe is empowerment with accountability. Yeah. We believe that God has called all of us into the ministry. Uh, and just as Paul tells us in the Word that there are different parts and functions of the body, so it is with the church. It all has different parts. So each gift and talent that, that each person brings is vital to the ministry of the church. So it's very important that uh, that people get plugged into a local body of believers and bring those God-given gifts mm-hmm. into ministry to help that church further along in what God's called it to do. Every joint supplies. Absolutely. We need everybody. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter if you're uh, the guy behind the pulpit or if you're the guy cleaning the pulpit. That's uh, exactly that right. We need everybody to be helping out. That's exactly right. That's great. What I tell folks all the time is uh, um, we want people that God has called to be a part of our church and to be active in our church. And uh, tell them if God's called you to be in the arena ministry, start putting cinches on bulls or roping calves or whatever, then do that. If God's called you to sit in the fifth row on the center aisle in the ninth seat, then you better be sitting in that seat right. every Sunday morning because that's where the Lord called you to serve. Everybody in your place. Absolutely. Very good. So now how long have you actually been pastoring this church? Uh, the church in Bandera is just a little over a year old. We started at 20 Ohm Guest Ranch, mm-hmm. uh, meeting in the dirt uh, until winter kind of hit. Yeah. And uh, once it started raining and the temperature dropped below about 40 degrees, uh, folks were looking for a place to get indoors. Place. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were blessed. We went to uh, Mansfield Park the uh, rodeo arena they let us use a building very reasonable rate for a little while and uh, just kept getting kicked out of there from the different events that go on at the fairgrounds and uh, about eight months ago we uh, moved into our present location which is old bandera downs racetrack uh, on highway 16 Uh, the owner of that building just let us use it for a very reasonable rate also very good so then you've been at this church pastoring for a year a little over a year yes prior to that Prior to that, I was at Cross Trails for four and a half years. Cross Trails, okay. So how did, how was that transition? How did that happen? It was crazy. Yeah? It was crazy. We uh, <laughs> um, The whole story uh, back in November of 2009, I uh, got a phone call from a friend that lived down in the hill country and uh, was actually looking for uh, my wife to come to work for him down there. So uh, through a couple of chain of events with that, uh, God opened up some doors, and, and we kind of laughed about the thought of moving six and a half hours to South Texas. Thought that was kind of ironic, uh, but as we began to pray, God just kept opening doors. Uh, the best part of this story is uh, really confused, didn't know if that's what we were supposed to do. I dropped Kim off at the airport, my wife, and um, I was on my way back from uh, Dallas Lovefield Airport, just praying, God, you're just going to have to etch it in the hood of this Dodge truck if you want us to go to South Texas, <laughs> you know, because I, I need a burning bush or some stone tablets or something. Yeah. Show me. And uh, I turned my cell phone out, uh, down, and that thing kept vibrating across the dash. And finally, aggravated, I picked it up. 
and it was a guy named Sparky Anderson down in the hill country. And Sparky said, his first comment was, he said, well, I guess you're going to give me the runaround too. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this man at all. And I said, dude, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. What 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 can I help you with? And he said, me and a buddy have been doing a Bible study down in Bandera, and uh, we're ready to start a cowboy church down mm-hmm. there. We're just needing somebody to come pastor the church. Wow. And, uh, of course, you know, it's one of them moments where – you about run off the road and you say yes, yeah. Lord. <laughs> so uh, you want to sign? I, I want to sign. I, I didn't get it etched in the hood of that Dodge truck, no. but I did get a direct word from through Sparky, I believe. So yeah. I um, started about three or four months after that conversation with Sparky. We had our first little gathering. Started with four people yeah. uh, in the dirt out there at the arena, and now we're averaging about eighty. Well, now you were involved. You were involved already in your church prior to you taking on this this pastoral uh, leadership role. And yes, how do you? What What would you uh, give? Uh, what type of advice would you give for somebody that's that's there at that crossroads right now, where they're very much involved? They love their church. They're not leaving their church because they hate it or because they're mad. They're very involved with their church, but they know that God has a different calling for them, and their seasons are changing, and there's a new chapter in their life, and they've got to disengage from where they're at, which they love. Mm-hmm. but also engage the newness of what God is doing in their life. How, how do you make that transition? If it's cowboy ministry, I believe I'd tell them to run quick as you can. No, run? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, you know, one of the jokes is in cowboy ministry is we're dealing to the craziest son of a guns on the planet. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been around cowboys, you understand that. But no, uh, seriously, I, I would tell them to uh, just continually seek God's guidance. Um, one thing that, that I've had the privilege of being a part of is American Fellowship of Cowboy Churches. Uh, an organization that started back in 2000, uh, some awesome guys, mentors that, that I've had around me. And what I would tell those folks is get hooked up with one of these guys that's been there, done that. Let them kind of mentor you, walk beside you. And, and it even goes back to the name of our church, um, the Ride the River. Uh, that was the greatest compliment one cowboy could ever give another is he'll do to ride the river with, mm. uh, meaning – in the old western days with the cattle drives, they crossed rivers and all that stuff. People think that Indians and, and all that stuff were the dangers, but it really wasn't. It was all the water they crossed. Uh, more cowboys and cattle drowned in those rivers than they ever got killed by Indians. Really? So uh, the compliment is is he'll do to ride the river, meaning that he'll stick with you, he'll he'll be beside you, he's not going to leave your side. And, and that would be my advice to them is you find somebody that will ride the river with you yeah. that will stick beside you the whole time. Yeah. Uh, very good. It has been an awesome ministry, and uh, look forward each morning to see what God has planned the next day. Yeah. So, so tell me how you how do you um, how do you get a hold of that new thing? You you come into this uh, pastoral leadership for this new church, this new congregation. What's the first thing on your mind? What is it you want to set in place to, to get this ministry going? Uh, for me, it's to get the the gospel of Jesus Christ out. I, I felt like uh, at riding the river, we uh, we started a little bit slow. But within about four or five weeks, we had our first baptism right. in the Medina River. Uh, in fact, that's probably a funny story we can talk about in a minute. Yeah. But, uh, but that is the first step is to get the gospel out. I think also uh, we talk about through Cowboy Church Start is get a core group. That That's a, a core body of believers around you that's uh, – going to provide the prayer support, the spiritual leadership, and the spiritual maturity Mm -hmm. to really help that thing get some footholds to build a foundation and move forward. Absolutely. uh, With me, personal, it's surrounding myself with – with guys that are better that fulfill my weaknesses, yeah, they can pick up the pieces where Jeff's lacking. Yeah. So uh, 
Very good. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, my name is Mark Longoria. I'm Director of Ministry Development here at uh, AM630 KSLR. And uh, you're listening to the Church of the Week program. We have here in the studio with us Pastor Jeff Bishop. He's the senior pastor there at Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship. They're located on Highway 16 South in Bandera. If you're ever out that way, you live close, or if you just like to take a drive out into the country and want to go visit uh, Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship, we invite you to um, to uh, go out there and meet Pastor Jeff in person. So, Pastor Jeff, you told us a little bit about uh, what happened over at the Medina River, so now we've got to find out the rest of the story. The rest of the story. I, uh, traditionally or typically in cowboy churches, we uh, use a horse trough to baptize folks in. Yeah. And in the church I was at in northeast Texas, we had a – Seven and a half foot poly horse trough held about seven hundred and fifty gallons of water, you know, <laughs> two foot deep. And I thought, man, it's going to be cool when we get down here in the South Texas area with all these rivers. We're just going to baptize people in the river the the old fashioned way. Yeah. So uh, this young man that accepted the Lord, we get out in the Medina River. It's cold. Of course, um, learned a valuable lesson though. When you go to baptize somebody in the river. You want to be with the current, not against the current, because as I laid this uh, guy under the water, the current caught him. He took my knees out from under me. <laughs> I about drowned that poor guy. Uh, ended up 30 foot downriver from where we started. Oh, my so, goodness. Uh, he'll always remember his baptism. Yeah, well, at least he was saved and you know, baptized. Absolutely. So he, if that would have been his day to go home, then he'd be all right. Most definitely. <laughs> Almost lost more than a buffalo nickel in that little Oh, deal, my so. goodness. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Very cool. Interesting. Well, tell us about the culture. Uh, this is a, a new a new church, so tell us what's going on within within the congregation there. God has really blessed our little church in in Bandera. We have uh, just got some awesome people. Uh, struggled with a little while with a band, but our band is fantastic. Have a guy named Chris Gonzalez, who's our lead guitarist. Mm. Uh, him and his wife do an awesome job, as well as the rest of the vocals. Uh, as I was telling you earlier, we started out with about three people. Uh, meeting in the arena. Actually, it was five, my wife and I and two others or three other guys. And uh, we've grown grown now to averaging around 80. Yeah. Uh, fantastic people. We've got an arena ministry that's getting kicked off, going to be doing some arena events this year. Last year, the Lord All right, well, for us non-cowboy guys, what is an arena ministry? An arena ministry, glad you asked that. Uh, last year, God allowed us to do two different major arena events, one we called Buck Wild Bandera, we had about 45 rough stock riders everywhere from mutton busters up to uh, open bull riders and bronc riders. Uh, That's a lot of cowboy terminology. A lot there, of man. cowboy terminology, <laughs> absolutely. They uh, Guys rode bulls, rode broncs, uh, yeah. barrel back, I mean bareback, saddle bronc, wow. and ranch bronc riding. Uh, and then at the close of that bull riding, we had a service right on the dirt. Yeah. Uh, just gathered everybody up in front of the buck and shoots and uh, nice. spent about a half an hour worshiping the Lord. Yeah. Had a, a good friend of mine, Jay Johnson, provided some music and uh, delivered a message. And uh, that was kind of an instrumental kickoff spot for mm-hmm. our church. Um, it was a time when we grew dramatically because of that. And that that's what we find as far as reaching the cowboy culture is um, – they just want to have fun doing what they want to do. Yeah. The arena in Cowboy Church is the family life center to the church that are in that's in, in town. the city. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's very important that we do outreaches such as this one to go out there. It's it's a great time to be able to go out there and invite our friends and family for those that are already you know part of the fellowship. 
this is a great excuse to go out there and invite your next door neighbor or say, hey, you know, come on out here. We're going to be having this event. And, then, you know, they're out there. They're having fun. And then you also get the opportunity to sow a seed and plant a seed with the word of faith inside of them and, you know, hopefully bring them to the to the foot of the cross. Absolutely. That's wonderful. So how – this was the first one that you did. Are you guys planning on doing some more? Is we're planning on doing some more this year. We also put on a, a bull riding school last year. A clinic uh, had uh, about 15 young men – come and and while part of the the week was to teach them how to be better bull riders uh it was also to provide an atmosphere uh, an environment that was christ-centered sure where they could enjoy doing what they do awesome uh, this year we it's are a great opportunity for discipleship as well. absolutely yeah absolutely it's uh taking sunday school outside of the classroom and put it on the dirt yeah very so good So it's been a good part so do you do any of the bull riding and stuff like that absolutely not bulls are for breeding purposes <laughs> not riding purposes <laughs> That's an right. old East Texas cowboy. And so. Yeah, well, you might want, to, might want to get that message out to some of the other cowboys. I don't think they know that yet. I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly right. And we're right in the middle of, uh, of uh, the rodeo here in San Antonio, so that's why we wanted to feature at Cowboy Church, and we're so grateful that you came out here and to be here with us. Uh, are you guys involved at all with the rodeo? Do you at least get, get some of the folks out there? We do. We'll have several people attend the rodeo. We've got some folks that are part of our church that uh, they, uh, they're they going to be at the rodeo, livestock show and rodeo, every day, uh, working welcome booths, that type thing, some for Bandera, some for Cowboy Church yeah. under the tent with the Cowboy Church ministry right. out there. Very so. cool. What do you want people to walk away uh, one, you know, when they come out to your church service, when they come out and get to meet you in person and get to experience the Cowboy, Riding River Cowboy Fellowship, what do you want them to think when they walk away? When they walk away, I, I hope that we have left an impact on their life um, knowing that they experienced a worship time with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, we, we are dealing somewhat, uh, and the reason I say it's the craziest people on the planet is I know all the cowboy pastors, and they're the crazy folks <laughs> in this ministry. But I, what I want them to walk away with is uh, feeling like they have had a time where they could truly worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Hopefully our prayer is that they accept the Lord Jesus Christ at that time. But uh, in all, uh, I want Cowboy Church to be a friendly place be a welcome place we uh talk in cowboy church about breaking down the barriers that have prevented a lot of people from coming to church and uh some people look at us and think that we're not really worshiping the lord because of all the spit cups and hats and all that yeah. stuff in the sanctuary but the reality of it is is sometimes those folks are just not going to go to a church where they can hear the gospel yeah we uh lower the barriers that have kept people away but we do not compromise biblical christianity Amen. and what god's word says that's and, good that's very good. So if I don't own a cowboy hat or cowboy boots, uh, don't have never ridden a horse before in my life, can I still come? Absolutely. Yeah. Come on out. You're more than welcome. We'd love to have you out there. No one's going to look at me funny or anything like that. Well, they might look at you funny, <laughs> but that's all right. They look at me funny you also. Come to city boy. So, <laughs> <laughs> actually, we have a word. It's called a townie, but that's okay. A townie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Very good. So tell me, Pastor, what what do you see when you close your eyes and you kind of look at with you know look at the future with your mind's eye? Where is the Lord taking uh, Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship? That's a great question. Probably um, not sure I can put that in one word. I do see that God continuing to bless that church. Uh, what I see. And what I pray for is that God would bless us with a piece of property someday where we can put up a covered arena, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily in climate control, but just a covered pen 
that can be used seven days a week and be strictly used for outreach mm-hmm. in order to share the gospel. Everything from kids to adults that would be able to come underneath and worship in some form and just mm-hmm. have a good time. So mm-hmm. uh, I see God continuing to bless that uh, each and every day as long as we're faithful and stay following his direction and his timing. All right, well, you're hearing directly from Pastor Jeff Bishop, pastor over at Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship in Bandera. If you're interested in going out there, you heard something you like, and you want to meet uh, Pastor Jeff in person, uh, they're off of Highway 16 South over at the the Bandera Downs Racetrack, the old Bandera Downs Racetrack. If you want to get a hold of them, their number is 830-460-0710. And if you want to go uh, find them on the Internet, just use the entire name, Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship.com. That's riding without the G. That's how you say it in cowboy That's terms, right? Riding. Riding. Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship.com. Uh, services are Sunday at 10 30 a.m. Uh, so we invite you to go out there on behalf of all your friends here at AM 630 KSLR. We're so glad to be able to feature our Church of the Week, uh, Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship. Pastor, um, tell me about uh, the different ministries you've got in place. Uh, do you have something for everybody in different age groups? We do right now. and We're still a young church. Uh, we're really focusing on the uh, arena ministries we talked about a while ago. You know, I, I believe that a direct result in a cowboy church on how successful they are in doing the ministry that God's called them to do is directly impacted by how many hoof prints and boot prints they have on the dirt, mm. as we talked about the family life part. So that that's a big push this year with us. We also have a, a kids' corral, kids' church that goes on during our regular service at 1030. Uh, so it's an outreach ministry for them. We have a chuck wagon team that uh, provides food every Sunday morning. If they come early, we'll feed you breakfast. There's nice. always good food at 10 o'clock. At least by 10 o'clock, there's a lot of food there. I'd love for you to come out and just have a cup of coffee and eat some breakfast with us before we worship together. All right, there you go. You have a direct invitation from Pastor Jeff Bishop to go out there and have breakfast with him uh, Sunday morning before church service. Tell you, like I tell everybody else, Mark, the food's great, the fellowship's fantastic, and the preacher's mediocre, so come on out. uh, (laughs) At least you got an honest uh, honest pastor. (laughs) Absolutely. That's very cool. Well, thanks for the invitation. I'm sure that we have uh, plenty of people that have been listening and would like to go out there and check it out. Bandera, where is that uh, from Santa? I've only been here like five years. So. Bandera is going to be about uh, an hour northwest from San Antonio. Okay. Go up Interstate 10 to Bernie. Uh, turn left on 46, hit 16, and it's about 15, 20 miles uh, probably about 20 miles from 46 okay. uh, west on 16. So. so does the Cowboy Church have different challenges than a church in town? Or is it pretty much about the same? Probably about the same, just a little more, a little different, uh, just for some of the, the, the folks that we're trying to reach out to. Mm-hmm. Um, as we talked about a while ago, our Family Life Center is the arena. Uh, that That adds a whole new challenge with the liability side because everybody knows that rodeo and horses and animal, there's a certain – inherent risk sure you know in in that type of lifestyle but it's stuff these these guys and gals are doing on a weekly basis anyway so we've just taken what they're already doing and using it as a ministry tool mm-hmm. in order to reach them um, the music is is much very much different uh it is we play both kinds of music at cowboy church both country and western music oh there's a difference christian tunes <laughs> okay <laughs> i didn't know there's a difference that is country and western in one category it is one category but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the music is different. The uh, the the service is very laid back, and, and just some things that 
that we do different at Riding the River and, and most of the cowboy churches that I'm a part of to the American Fellowship of Cowboy Churches is uh, we don't have altar calls and we don't pass an offering plate. Those two things have been a barrier. You know, God's Word says that uh, uh, you can pray and accept Jesus Christ right where you sit. You don't have to walk down an aisle and talk to any man. You do that one-on-one conversation with God the Father. Yeah. Uh, but we do encourage them to step forward and, and profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior through baptism. Yeah. Again, going back to the river or the horse trough, each, yeah. whichever season it applies. So. Very good. Nice. How, how can our listeners at KSLR uh, join in prayer for uh, for this ministry, Riding the River? Right now, with, with Riding the River, would love for you to just come pray that we'd continue to follow God's leadership Pray that God would provide a piece of property somewhere out there in that area where we can kind of set some roots mm-hmm. and start growing on. Uh, we've been blessed over the last year for our kind of temporary home, but we do realize that we're we are outgrowing the building we're in, yeah. which is a praise. That's but it's a also thing. a prayer request is sure. that God would provide us a, a piece of property out there that we can kind of plant some roots on. And just continue to pray that we'd be faithful in following what he's called us to do each and every day. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you here, Pastor. Thank you so much for joining us. Why don't we uh, close out this last minute and a half or so, and you just do a personal invitation to everybody out there. Let them know exactly how to get to your place, your website, your phone number, your service times, all that kind of good stuff. Fantastic. As I said, Mark, I'm Jeff Bishop, the pastor of Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship. We would love to have you come and visit us on a Sunday morning and hopefully make Riding the River your home. Uh, if you're driving that direction, just head to Bandera. We're on 16 Highway 16, just south of town, at the old Bandera racetrack. You can't miss the big arch out front that says Bandera Downs. Right underneath says Cowboy Church. Follow the parking lot all the way to the back. If you'd like to give us a call, uh, the number is eight three zero four six zero zero seven one zero, or you can email us at rrcfbandera at gmail dot com. We also have a website, it's www.ridingtherivercowboyfellowship, no G in the riding, uh, ridingtheriverCowboyfellowship.com. Uh, please come visit us sometime. As I was telling Mark earlier, just stop by and have breakfast, enjoy the fellowship and the mediocre preaching. <laughs> I'm sure the mediocre preaching is anointed, though. It's got to be anointed. <laughs> it has been anointed, yes, yeah, sir. So. All right. Well, if you didn't get a chance to write down the number, let me repeat it one more time. 830-460-0710. Well, we've enjoyed our time together with Pastor Jeff Bishop from uh, uh, Riding the River Cowboy Fellowship in Bandera. Thank you so much for being here, uh, Pastor. And Thank we you, pray Mark. for you and your ministry, that God just continue to guide you and lead you in uh, his direction. Awesome. Thank you you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.